This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am sitting here with the one and only Zuhal Sultan, who has been uh, touring and enchanting the Stanford campus today with her talks. How exhausting has this uh, touring been? Well, uh, the past 12 days I've been everywhere from Rochester to the United Nations to D.C. to St. Louis. And it's been, it's you know, at one point I think I'm talking about the same subject, but at the end of the day I felt like there was so much passion for it because people wanted to know about the orchestra wanted to know for different reasons some people wanted to you know gain some inspiration for themselves and some people wanted to know what's happening with the country after all it's the war that's been happening and some people wanted their reassurances is the country moving on after what the uh, United States has done yeah. so yeah. it's it's all been for different reasons and of course by the orchestra you mean the National Youth Orchestra of Iraq which you I'm just going to say you founded it at age 17 back in 2009 while you were in Iraq with the hope of uniting people through music. Yes. Uh, from 2009 till now, do you feel like you're closer to your goal? Every year since 2009, there's been great progress and the musicians no longer feel like they're divided by anything other than the fact that they don't see each other unless it's during the time that they play together. But in 2014, when we were aspiring to bring the orchestra to the United States, a um, few weeks before the tour happened, ISIS took over. And that's prevented the orchestra from coming through and from the visa to fall through. And since then, the, our activities have been unfortunately suspended. So my primary focus at the moment is to get the ball rolling again and for the orchestra to come back and rise from the ashes. And here you are in the United States sort of bringing their message yes. to to the world. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the orchestra itself and the kind of music that they play. What, what kind of uh, compositions and music? Um, music do they enjoy playing? It's a good mix. I think there is always the mixture of Haydn and Beethoven and all that, but we also asked them what they wanted to play and they said we wanted to play music that's close to our heart and we want to play Iraqi music. So the orchestra has helped commission uh, every single year an Arab and a Kurdish composer to write pieces for the orchestra that reflect that background, that reflect that culture, and that's suitable enough to play with a, a symphony orchestra or youth orchestra and that's been easier perhaps at some points for the musicians to relate to because you know with the with the eastern music you have quarter tones yeah. and with western it's just uh, it's half tones and, right, and right. for them it's it's a lot easier they can enjoy themselves a lot but, more but they're able to do this to, to switch
switch. I mean, this is within the same concert or within the same venue. They're actually playing both, you know, because it's almost like you need to click a switch uh, in terms of the rhythm and the beat and all that. Yeah, one one minute they're playing a nude concerto, which uh, uh, it's 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 very different from the the next would would be playing a, a symphony of Beethoven. So wow, and in terms of the uh, let's say the Iraqi music, is it like sort of uh, Iraqi folkloric music that they're uh, playing? Is it more classical? And are there any original compositions that they're actually playing by uh, musicians from Iraq, perhaps? All of the music have has been uh, original and we've kind of we've left it to the composers to be free to to express i think one particular piece was called invocation by a kurdish composer called ali uthman and he you know he said this is like a prayer this is for me is like prayer to bring people together black and white and good and bad and 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 some people uh, we had another composer who wrote a very disney like tune it's called desert Camel and it is all Desert very Camel, yes. <laughs> I, I think there's uh, there's videos of this on YouTube, yes. right? Uh, also, we have a page on SoundCloud where all the um, original uh, pieces are. Oh, great! There. So that would be under the National Youth Orchestra of Iraq, yes. right? On this, and we could hear samples of of their amazing work. We should say hello to them. Maybe Bilarabia is a bit there. They are in Iraq right now, pretty much. Marhaba, Yes. Yes, beautiful. Arabic there by Zuhal Sultan uh, saying hello to the National Youth Orchestra of Iraq and a big salam from uh, your truly here from Stanford University it is our hope that we can bring them Zuhal in, in the future to uh, to Stanford and uh, have them tour along with you inshallah. inshallah so let me turn to you a little bit um, uh, more personally Zuhal you were always sort of musically inclined but uh, did you have training within a certain like in Instrument, musical instrument. Uh, do you have a certain genre that you prefer in terms of music? Initially, I received my training in classical music, playing the piano, and, uh, and 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 that was my path until I made the orchestra. And at some point, they needed a percussionist, and then I took on percussion as well. Wow. So it's uh, I, I think I've stuck to classical music from time to time, but I'm shifting focus. I I find myself gravitating towards perhaps a, um, a mix of something that is Eastern or not. I've been I think recently I've been gravitating towards Armenian wow. uh, compositions sure. because I feel they're more Eastern. <laughs> Maybe it's it's the effects of you know spending a lot of time in Britain the past five years and yes, gravitating yes. towards my culture. And, and we, I must say that. I, I noticed your accent is not American, Zahal. No. No? What, what, is it British? Is it Scottish? What is your accent? How would you define it to our listeners? People mistake me, might mistake my accent for being in London, but there's some Scottish that jumps out from time to time. Ah. It's definitely through living in Scotland uh, and studying at University of Glasgow. So maybe take us, Zahal, just uh, take us through your journey. I was, I was born in Baghdad, and I lived the majority of my life there up until I was... 18, so I established the orchestra while I was still in Baghdad, and I, you know, started the orchestra online, and I, 
find the conductor of the orchestra online and the orchestra members online as well and the only the i still am connected to the orchestra the only difference is that i have a better internet connection and so and then you you ended up uh, going to scotland i ended up uh, traveling to scotland with the aim of studying law at the university of glasgow in essence i feel like living in a country that ha doesn't have law as its paramount force and living in a country that does uh, I realized how important it is to perhaps focus on that I've always felt like I wanted to do to do something for the things that I see around me for my environment and I I was hoping when I started to to go about doing that and that's the thing about you Zuhal is you seem to really have sort of a, a pragmatic view of how to help uh, in uh, bringing peace to Iraq and coexistence to the whole region but you also have this emphasis on art being a sort of an essential thing to you what is art and what is the role of art in Iraq in uh, war-torn countries what role does the art play well let me let me start with what kind of role that the art played for me. I lost uh, my parents when I was in my early uh, teenage years due to natural reasons but you know during after that the war happened and 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 I just at the time I knew that the only thing I had to turn to was my piano and I felt like that was my sanctuary and that was my bubble to shield me with all that is around me with all these thoughts of uncertainty and I thought I was the only one but I when I found out later from my uh from my peers and and from all the students that I've managed to come across during the orchestra that they for their own reasons have felt the same way and so they're dedicated their effort and their passion and all that all the might that they had to what they have to that instrument to that particular bubble that they've encapsulated themselves into how do you feel when you look around and the orchestra is playing and you're seeing you know Kurds with uh, you know Arabs with uh, Christians and Sunnis and Muslims and you know and all everybody sort of playing together in harmony I feel very happy and very proud I think you know it's easy to say this orchestra shines a positive life on Iraq I, I, I don't think it's just a positive light it's this is the side exists of the country whether there is a light on it or not it's there it's an existing part you know people don't don't just live there to eat and sleep and go to work. People want to live. People want to have a, a better quality of life. This is the country is diverse. And if you bring them together, tell them that this is what you have. Mm. You are different, but celebrate your difference. Yes. You don't need to use that to distinguish yourself from each other. You know, it's it's for these orchestra members, it's hard enough not speaking the same language. It's hard enough to live in a society that tells them you need to distinguish yourself. But it was easy when they used music. Mm. It was easy when they sat together and said, Let, let's focus on that sheet of music. Let's focus on how to listen to one another. Wow. It was much easier. They forgot about the differences. And, and they were able to transcend those sort of uh, social inventions or, or, or definitions of what it is to be a certain uh, religion. Or Yeah, know. I mean, at the end of the day, these people have been taught the majority of their life, learn to distinguish yourself, learn that this person is less than you or you are better than the other. Mm -hmm. And in an orchestra, this is not the thing to do <laughs> because you need to sit and listen to, to, to your partner. You need to play so that you don't overpower.
Sure. And that's what they've learned but through music. Sure. So, I mean, one of the main um, um, obstacles that I guess you guys are facing and that many, many musicians and artists are facing in the Arab world as a whole, but specifically, I think, in Iraq and in Syria, is music supposed to be haram? Is it supposed to be something that's forbidden, the act of creating music, singing? Uh? You know, I always like to dissect things. So if I'm going to dissect music and I look at, and I look at Islam, for instance, and I look at Tilawat al-Qur'an. Mm. So that requires such a musical skill. It requires such a good ear. And it's very complicated. Right. It is music in, 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 in essence. It's, it praises God. It talks about the majesty of God. But it does it in a way and it uses music. Mm. You know, it's, it's easy to distinct. It's, it's hard to forget that this is part of music. And there's music in every culture and every religion. Yes, it's easy for someone to say, I don't like your music. It doesn't subscribe to what I believe in. But at the end of the day, if there is one thing that unites us all, perhaps two things that unite us all, is music and food. Yeah, but then these people who are saying, I don't care for your music, are, are, are also saying, but you can't play music either. Because I've heard some horror stories about people being arrested for walking down the street holding, you know, a flute or a, or a violin or something. Uh, what, what is that about? I mean, why is music being demonized you know, I mean, and by whom? There are people, there are extremists who are against culture altogether. Because at the end of the day, music, art, and all that form gives people hope and, and, and gives people the passion to go forward and the passion to change or to enhance their environment. And they don't want that. Mm. They want people controlled. They want people, fear controls people. Right. And so as long as you're afraid, the, as long as you forget that you want things to enhance your environment and your life. And that's what we're doing with the orchestra members because when we take them to play abroad and we take them to see that someone their age is having music lessons and, mm. and can go on the street and walk with their violin, they understand that it doesn't need to be that way. Iraq does not need to stay that way yeah. and that they can inspire change. Because you've given them a vision of how it could be by showing them how it is in other parts of the world. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, not to be the devil's advocate, but then when they return to the realities in Iraq, is it perhaps harder now because they've seen how other young musicians are living outside? Does that make them somewhat more determined to work for a, uh, a similar future in Iraq? It's a two-edged, it's a double-edged sword because sometimes when they go back, there's a sense of despair and I know that some contact me and feel depressed at some point that what have I gone back to? But then maybe a few weeks later and a month or two, they start to understand that this is my environment and this is what I, had, what I have to work with. I love what you said about uh, music sort of being the weapon, perhaps, that we can use against extremism uh, everywhere and how uh, the, uh, the banishment of music is not in any way a, uh, an Islamic thing. I mean, you know, there are some quote-unquote Islamic groups that claim yeah. that. But in general, as you said, even the recitation of the Qur'an yeah. has a melody the inshad the, so um, uh, let me just have you tell our listeners where they can find out more information about you and about the uh, National Youth Orchestra of Iraq uh, websites uh, contact info I'm sure many of our listeners will be uh, thrilled to contact you with questions if you don't mind uh, well you can contact uh, the orchestra or me directly on the uh, orchestra's Facebook page National Youth Orchestra of Iraq 
We also have a website and we also invite you all to go to our SoundCloud uh, page to enjoy some very unique uh, Iraqi compositions. Do you get a lot of um, mail and, um, you know, uh, uh, correspondence from people around the world, Zohal personally, asking you about uh, the, uh, the National Youth Orchestra of Iraq and perhaps with the hope of starting something similar in difficult countries or difficult situations? There has been a lot of encouragement and I know that perhaps the next step for the orchestra after coming to the States is perhaps to take the example of uniting people from a from a torn country as they call it and to take it to other torn countries quote unquote and show them that this can be achieved inshallah ya rab inshallah as we say in arabic god willing so Zuhal sultan you are just one of the most amazing dynamic young people i've ever met and if uh, your generation is anything like you then i have a renewed hope for a better tomorrow not only in iraq and the region but worldwide so young lady keep doing what you're doing and despite the obstacles that you may find please know that you are affecting people that everything you are saying is reaching someone somewhere and for that thank you and shukran for coming into KCSU today and to Stanford shukran jazeel and thank you for having me and we will return right after we hear this piece by the National Youth Orchestra of Iraq (laughs) 